0: Talk Radio. We are the UR Tennis Network. Our mission is to be the voice of tennis. We enlist a team of passionate enthusiasts to promote our sport. We strive to bring interesting perspectives on the many spins of tennis. Our goal is to provide the learners of our sport with current news and information from many angles. We seek active participation from communities interested in tennis, but tennis is not interested in them. We are expanding our outreach. Tennis is a true lifetime sport that needs to be talked about, and the UR Tennis Network pledges to pursue this idea relentlessly.
1: Good afternoon, high school tennis fans. Welcome to the Yellow Ball UR Tennis Network, where you'll find all your tennis news. This is your host, Coach Denise, bringing you the FHS TCA perspective on high school tennis. We're the new kid on the block, only in our second year with the network, and we do want to thank our CEO, J.P. Weber, uh, for supporting the organization, and we Want to sit there and invite you to sit there, and if you're not listening to the we coach uh, tennis broadcast, to sit there and go to Facebook, and uh, you will get information there. Uh, JP is daily putting out information, and we appreciate all he does. Uh, Lisa Stone, uh, and her Tuesdays Parenting Aces has been broadcasting this for five years helped me get settled in when I first started a couple of years ago. And on Wednesdays, uh, the American uh, Tennis with legendary coach Chuck Reesey, uh comes to you at noon every day. It's a show that, especially for you new coaches, I strongly suggest you listen to, uh, get some great information uh, and uh, besides his uh, instructional series, uh, occasionally uh, he has uh, guest on. A couple of weeks ago he we had one of his players who um, toured through Europe making it as a uh, touring pro, a very interesting show. Um, I have to admit, even at uh, my age, I learned some stuff about what's going on in uh, Europe there, so... Please uh, check in the other uh, shows on the broadcast and uh, tell your friends about the uh, Yellow Ball Network because uh, we try to keep you up with tennis that's going on all over. We also want to thank our uh, partners in the FHSTCA, uh, Wilson Sports, over 100 years of uh, doing business and uh, being a major sports uh, contributor for us. Uh, Team Connection uh, Tennis, a supplier of team uniforms uh, throughout the country. And, of course, uh, they're the clothier of the FHSTCA. And you can get uh, the FHSTCA clothing uh, through uh, their network, or, of course, they are online. If you go to our resource page, you will find Wilson there. You'll find Team Connection there. You'll find Flagler Insurance, one of our supporters uh, of not just uh, the All-Star event that we have every year. but thought they were uh, the main sponsor of our uh, what we thought was going to be our first event um, luncheon uh, for uh, our awards luncheon, which was going to be a fundraising luncheon in uh, Orlando, but unfortunately uh, Hurricane Matthew uh, wiped us out of that and we weren't able to uh, have it. But um, it's a uh, every organization I talk about uh, this on all the shows uh Everybody, I believe, stands on somebody else's uh, shoulders. Coaches, when they first start coaching, go and they usually do what their coaches have taught them before, and then they make modifications. They continue their uh, training and education, and they learn uh, more about it. Uh, You need partners, and we need uh, partners like any uh, 501C3 organization does and we thank those people that work with us. Florida Tennis uh, Magazine, uh, each uh, issue, I read the articles on high school uh, tennis, mostly um, my articles are about, uh, and uh, they are a primary supporter of uh, tennis. Uh, Those of you last week, and I did apologize on the uh, Facebook, uh, too. You can go to uh, FHSTCA.org on Facebook and keep abreast with us there. And you can also go to Florida Tennis on Facebook, keep abreast there. I did feel I owed Jim Marks an apology, uh, the... Last issue talked about our uh, four Coach of the Year awards and the uh, awards banquet and uh, Ron Scalzo uh, receiving a community service award. All that information was true, but the fact is that there was no uh, awards banquet because uh, the hurricane wiped out the FACA workshop. And uh, we will have uh, the workshop. Uh, It will not be in Orlando, though. It will be in Daytona Beach, and it will be on January 5th, 6th, and 7th. And we are blessed to have many of the same speakers have agreed to uh, come uh, to the workshop. I should have the agenda Completed by the end of this week or early next week and uh, I will uh, make sure we get it to the FACA and they'll be able to post it and we will post it and I'm sure Florida Tennis Magazine will uh, post it again but it um, gave me a good lesson uh, don't sit there and uh, mess with mother uh, nature uh, because uh you don't know what's going to happen. And uh, while all the information in the article is true, with the exception of uh, not having uh, the awards banquet, we will recognize the people at the workshop. Uh, we probably won't have an awards luncheon because trying to put all this together on short notice is a little tough. Uh, and being on... Uh, confessing for uh, my sins uh, I will say one more uh, thing and uh, I did uh, I, I do really work hard to make sure that my ego doesn't get away of what we're doing as an organization I often you, you hear me say that remember this is about coaching the player and uh, it's it's about them It's not about you uh, I do admit though I do have an ego And like everybody else I get in trouble with it every now and then And uh, I will admit That uh, I had planned For the workshop in Orlando Being it was going to be my last uh, workshop Of doing the uh, Uh, bringing the coaches together and doing the training. I've enjoyed doing it for, I don't know, about 15 years now. I've been blessed to uh, have been able to bring in a lot of coaches. But I will tell you that um, I do have an eagle. I did, uh, one of the things I did plan for that uh, workshop was that uh, Saturday, uh, we were going to close the workshop with actually with our today's guest and with uh, the legendary coach Chuck Riecy. Yeah, and part of my thinking was not only to close it on a high and leave people with fond memories, but uh, two of the of the uh, I believe most important books for uh, uh, coaches. Uh, are books that uh, Coach in Tennis by Chuck Reesey and the uh, book uh, Serious Tennis uh, by our guest today, uh, Scott Williams. And naturally, those are two books that uh, when you look to take our certification program and if you're going to go on to become a senior or master program, you uh, d- d- those are two of the books that we recommend reading. They're two of the books that we give points for so that you can go and continue your training. And uh, although uh, there's other books on there, there's uh, Linda LeClaire uh, books on there, uh, uh, Alan Fox, uh, uh, those of you that uh, know me and have been to my uh home know that my den is full of uh, uh, all kinds of books, uh, especially uh, from uh, tennis books, but much, much more uh, than that there, and uh, I I am a believer and a big reader. Uh, So much uh, of a reader uh, that actually uh, I haven't started reading it yet, but uh, today I've Received the Harvard uh, Business School Executive Education uh, series, and uh, I must admit uh, I had second thoughts i don't know I, it, I didn't think uh, I was going to want to read this here because I don't understand it, but maybe I'll get smarter afterwards. but uh, the title is How to Negotiate with Liars. Uh, and uh, quite frankly, it bothers me, but I can see where uh, it's a an important topic. I admit to you that what I normally do is I try to avoid uh, these people. I, I guess I'm uh, – although I never was a, a member of it, but the uh, – AA program for alcohol. One of the things they say is stay out of bars uh, because uh, you know you're going to be associating with those people and you can it's going to you can go back and do a relapse. Uh, and I guess that's been my position is uh, when I find uh, people that I deem to be liars, I just try to avoid them. But in today's uh, society, we seem to be addressing this more. And uh, I will uh, read it. I'm sure it's not gonna be as uh as exciting as Jim Lives or Alan Fox or uh Chuck Reese or Scott Williams or Linda LeClair or uh Dan uh, Doyle uh, Coyle or uh Bill Patton or any of the hundreds of books that I have uh but i try to just like i try to watch different uh news to see get different points of view um uh, i will read this too so uh uh i will uh, i i do feel though that uh and, and we will still have uh, chuck Reesey, uh at uh a workshop and daytona beach in january but unfortunately uh uh scott williams uh has to be in the northeast at this time uh so he won't be able to make us but i still recommend uh that you uh, read his book uh because it's important especially uh you young coaches Um i Most of the coaches are going to be younger than me, but when you find an older coach like myself and uh, Chuck Reese and much younger coaches like Scott Williams but who are still older and have great backgrounds behind them, talk to them. Any chance you get, sit there and uh, just talk to them and try to sit there and get as much information as you can. I do believe that most of these coaches are willing to go out and share information with you. Some uh, people do feel that the information they have is special and, you know, it's like giving away uh, the secrets to atomic energy or something, but most coaches, that is not uh, the norm. Uh, as a matter of fact, on yesterday's uh, broadcast with Chuck Reesey, uh, he talked about the uh, mentoring uh, procedures and how important that is, uh, with the what coaches and what they should be uh, doing, uh, uh, the, how the importance of uh, the posterity over prosperity is, and um, I, I think it was a very important show, uh, and I do believe it was a very truthful show that most of the coaches uh you will find especially the better coaches when you ask them for help or you just talk to them they'll give to them um uh, self so easily uh when you look at uh, i go to the ptr uh symposium every uh year in hill and head and uh when uh yeah, listening to uh uh Jim Lear and uh they now uh doing more work on Wall street than they do than they are in the tennis field but remembering uh where they come from and and going back to and giving back to the coaches uh i think is so important and it's just uh uh you know, they've written so much about uh, culture and, and how they handle stress and everything. Uh, it's really important. Uh, Dr. Murray, uh, on our Thursday, uh, another great book. Uh, I do think, I don't have a confirmation for sure, but it looks like he will be able to uh, be at a workshop in uh, January and uh I, as he told me he should be able to let me know for sure by the end of the year at uh, the end of the week uh so as soon as I get uh final commitments, I will sit and let you know, but we do have some already, like I said, Dr John Murray's is a sports psychologist I'm pretty sure he's going to be there uh dad uh, from the USTA Florida, has stated that uh, they were going to be there. Scott uh, Indy uh, will be flying in from uh, Kansas uh, doing their uh, his presentations uh, I, again. Uh, I thank him for uh, all he does uh, for us. Uh, I think the one year he didn't come, uh, he did a video presentation uh, for those that were looking to take our FHS TCA uh, team certification so I think that was uh, uh, important uh, Chuck Reese will uh, be there again uh, Mike Cypress is uh, going to be uh, returning so we'll go on our way to having that same outstanding uh, group of uh, that, uh, we had planned to have in, uh, Orlando, uh, but, uh, Hurricane Matthew just, uh, wiped us out, uh, but I do want to thank, uh, the people that went out of the way, especially, uh, uh, Flagler, uh, insurance, uh, sitting there taking a ad out and, uh, Florida Tennis uh, Magazine uh, to support uh, the uh, fundraising, luncheon. uh, You know, we just can't thank uh, uh, them uh, enough for everything that uh, uh, they do. American Integrity, one of his uh, carriers that they do uh, for being part of that. Uh, Rose, uh, Rose, uh, excuse me. Excuse me, this is what you have to look forward to when you get older, your short-term uh, um, memory But Roxanne Malone uh, Dentistry um, took out an had, too, been a big part of uh, the uh, Florida High School Tennis Coaches Association. And two individual people that I've talked about before, but while I'm waiting for... Uh, uh, Scott Williams, to come on. You uh, mentioned again, uh, not as much as I used to, but still occasionally I do hear people talk and ask about the hardest part of coaching. Uh, talk about parents, and uh, some parents are a little bit more difficult than other, but they're giving you the most precious commodity they own, and that's their children. So uh, you should expect that. But I do believe if you sit there and and culture them and sit there and communicate with them, they could be outstanding assets. And um, Roxanne Malone was one of those people that sat there and uh, her children went through uh, my wife's uh, District 15 NJTL program, uh, then went and played high school, and uh, went on to our college, and she came back and doing volunteer work, and she was our first recipient of the Community a Service Award. And Rob Scalzo had two daughters in high school uh, playing tennis and one playing soccer and was a volunteer tennis coach and a volunteer uh, uh, soccer uh, coach and, uh, you know, gave and gave and gave, and now his daughters are uh, successful in the outside world, and um, he's still giving, and he's been a big part of the Florida High School Tennis Coaches Association. And we do have his plaque, and hopefully he'll be able to get to uh, Daytona. If not, we'll get it out to him, but we uh, we thank him. These These are the people... This is what can happen in your community. I think the community service award is just as important. I've often said that uh, the successful programs are not just uh, the players, uh, head coach, and athletic director. It's having the community behind you. If you get the community behind you, uh, you have a better chance of uh, having a uh, successful uh, program. I'm not sure where uh, uh, Scott is, uh, so if you'll be patient with me, uh, you will, uh, I, I will just try to pass on some more information uh, to you. Maybe Bobby can try to find Scott and see where uh, he is, but um, we will uh, get back to him. Maybe what I will do uh, while I'm waiting for uh, him to uh, come on is uh, I told you I would give you the John Denise perspective on uh, the last five minutes, ten minutes of the show uh, each week. Uh, Maybe I'll do that uh, now instead of uh, waiting to... uh, To the end, I'm sure Scott is going to uh, join us. One of the things that I did want to, uh, well, I didn't want to uh, talk about it, uh, but uh, I do believe that uh, there's a a reason that the Almighty doesn't want us to sit there and stand by and do nothing. I think of a paul's uh, letter uh, to uh, Timothy uh when he says uh too often we don't have the courage to do, uh but he said god didn't give us uh the power of cowardness uh uh he made uh, us uh watchmen to go out and spread the good uh, word and uh I think uh coaches though you know We're not dare to sit there and spread the gospel, but we we are sitting there, important to get the proper messages out. And I do think we're at a time in society now where that uh, we don't have the courage to discuss important issues. uh, We can't just hope that they uh, are going to go away. Uh, We have to discuss them. And this election seems to be One of those uh, Times um, I, I know Myself I look at this And I, I, I Sit there and I wish I could be proud of voting For somebody but uh, I'm looking at uh, who will be the least uh, Damaging person uh, That I have to uh, Vote for But I do feel And, and uh I don't want to bring religion. I am. I was brought up as a Roman Catholic, and I do have issues that I think uh, has to be uh, addressed. And uh, that is, uh, I have a hard time, and I can't. And I've already voted to be perfectly uh, truthful with you. But my choice was made easier because uh, I don't understand how a person could lie and cheat and run for the highest office in the land. I truthfully don't understand how we have a narcissist as the other person. But there is no way that I could vote for somebody that is killing innocent children, um, and that is uh, my perspective on that. Uh, the second point that bothered me is that I think of the uh, four uh, Americans that were unprotected at our embassy and died, and then the lies that were tried to given to the American people uh, for this. So uh, I respect you have a, a different view. Uh, I will gladly uh, listen to uh, your the view that is different than mine. I would just ask you. Uh, to email uh, me that there I will uh, You know bring your view up And usually like I said this session uh, John Denise perspective Is in the last five Minutes of the show but I did It today to fill up uh, Time But I do see Our guest is uh, Here now so uh, Let me get him on the air Scott are you there
0: Yes I am John how, How are you
1: I doing tonight? Uh, he, yeah, well, I'm um uh, I just, um, uh, you know, uh, what can I say? What's uh, the uh, Sam? You know him so much better than me. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Yes. In uh I just, uh, I gave my perspective that I usually give at the end of the show while waiting for you. But I and I did. Um, uh well. I guess it was a time of uh, making confessions. I can I confess that uh, I uh, had planned for the workshop in Orlando to end with you and with Chuck Reese on it because to me the uh, two most important books for uh, coaches is uh, his book uh, Coaching Tennis and your book, uh, Serious Tennis. Not that your other book uh, isn't important or your CDs are important, but uh, my own bias, the coaches that work for me, these are the books that I share, and, of course, they're part of our uh, uh, certification program for the Florida High School Tennis Coaches Association Team Tennis. Let me properly introduce you, and then you can go on. I'm going to give it to you. Uh, Like I stated before, the Fellowship of Christian Athlete Tennis Director Scott Williams returns to the broadcast because I think it's important to understand um, that coaching champions of all ages is something that Scott Tennis does, and their philosophy, if I'm reading it right, and, you know, you and I discussed this in past, but is the same as if, he's working with Tommy Haas or Mary Pierce, or working with our FHS TCA coaches or that at the uh, Junior Kings Academy. So maybe uh, if you'd like to, we could go into the book. I did have a discussion with one of the coaches, um, my coaches, this week about a book that we might get into. Well, talk to me a little bit, bit about Scott Smarts or – uh, tennis parts and uh, your philosophy and am I oversimplifying this or what?
0: Oh no, um, that you know, I have to be honest. When I was, uh, it, it took five years to write Serious Tennis, which was released in uh, the year 2000. So 16 years ago. What's amazing is that um, for Human Kinetic Publishers, which is the world's largest sport publisher. It is the uh, third best selling book of all time. Um, the first would be The Inner Game of Tennis by Timothy Galway, which sold over a million oh. copies. Amazing yep. book. The second one was Brad Gilbert's uh, book, Winning Ugly, which was not produced. Ugly. Neither one of those, yeah, but wonderful books. Neither one produced by Human Kinetics. However, they did distribute those books. And my book, by the grace of God, and the proceeds from my book have been and always have been to support our work, um, Point Ministries, in, you know, providing uh, tennis opportunities for those who really couldn't afford it. And I, I truly think that's the reason that I received the revelation of the acronym SMARTS. Um, as I was preparing the book and speaking to the best coaches and players in the world as to what they felt the fundamental skills were for players ranging from a beginner, first day on the court, all the way through the number one player in the world. It was honestly um, very challenging with all the responses that I received. And then one night while sitting in Grunwald, Germany, I had all the skills laid out. And and truly, it was a moment where I received the God wink, as I call it. (laughs) It was sitting right in front of me, and there was an acronym, SMARTS. And it was in the exact order that um, bodies uh, function to uh, analyze what we're receiving, where we're receiving that shot, and where our opponent is on the court, something I refer to as soft vision. So the first Part of the acronym SMART stands for seeing, and um, seeing is a, a very key element which is not talked about a whole lot in the game of tennis. Um, it, it's not it's a matter so of what important. you're. Yes, sir.
1: I said, and it's so important the visual aspect of it. I mean, it just. Uh, uh, yeah. Go on. I didn't want to disrupt. Uh, you go go through it. It's very important.
0: Yeah, the um, seeing portion is—it has nothing to do with really your, you know, do you have 2020, 2015, 2040, I have on one eye at times with, um, you know, uh, oh, I can't think of the term right now for my eye, stigmatism. Thank you. My daughter's here with me. And, um, yeah, the stigmatism, you know, sometimes will cause your eyes to change. But, but one of the amazing things that came out on the research that um, – I was privileged to, to do was that, uh, we all have a dominant eye for the most part, actually 70% of the tennis population is right on, right-handed, right-eyed dominant. Mm-hmm. Um, 25% of the tennis population is right eye dominant left-handed. And then 5% of the tennis population is what's called central vision. Um, So they sight equally well with the right eye and the left. And oftentimes those are some of our greatest champions. But the whole thing of key about knowing uh, which one is your dominant eye, it's a very simple test. Um, If you are to uh, extend your arms and make a small triangle, as we've done oftentimes in our um, conference together with uh, coaches and, and players, and you create a little small triangle with your index finger and your thumb, Um, With your arms fully extended, if you sight a target in the distance and you close your left eye uh, and you see if the target remains within the little triangle that both your hands are making, fully extended, Um, if you close your right eye and the target is in the middle, then great. If you close both, one of two things may be the case. Well, if you close both, you're not going to see anything. (laughs) But if... If you could see it equally well with the right eye or the left, um, it may mean you're central or the little triangle you're creating with both your hands is too large. So make it smaller. If, if you're a um, person who has you know, been able to sh- shoot a rifle, it's the eye that you sight the scope with down the barrel of the rifle. So that dominant eye, when you get that closer to the tennis ball, as close to the tennis ball as possible will help you to pick up the ball more accurately up to 13 times faster than if you're sighting with your non-dominant. And a really fun challenge to do, which I did years ago, is I created a pair of glasses. And um, I had three pairs of glasses. One, the right lens was completely blacked out with tape. The other one, just the left eye, was blocked out with tape. And then I had another one where I just had a narrow slit over both where your iris would be looking through the glasses. And I would have players wear the glasses and then watch them how they hit. And it was just remarkable because when players are trying to sight a ball with their non-dominant eye, the miss hits and the sand shots, the whiffs, um, they're pretty remarkable. Now, our brain is very smart. It, it will make an adjustment. Um, but these are the types of things when you're uh, playing in, say, uh, not a well-lit environment. Maybe the sun has gone down. Maybe it's at night. Um, uh, sometimes we experience down here in South Florida, uh, the sugarcane fields are being burned off, and there's smoke. You know, and and right. so your ability to pick up a ball quickly with your dominant eye, you know, those type of little things help that was the first part of the acronym. The second part was movement. And, um, you know, with movement, we have uh, reaction time and movement time. So we are reacting to the ball and then we're moving to it. Um, these are typically with larger movements. And then we go into the third part of the acronym, which is adjusting. Um, adjusting are the small steps and, how we move around the ball. Now, uh, a beginner is not very adept at adjusting to the ball. Uh, A beginning tennis player will typically run straight at the ball. They'll get there, and they'll be too close in many cases. And um, as you become more advanced and you're coached well, then you should be able to move to a ball while moving around it. And and that's actually the first movement I encourage players to learn is to pivot, move around the ball. Not backwards from it, but move around it and then go to it. The fourth part of the acronym is where we have what I call coiling and uncoiling from all kinds of different stances. Um, Then we have the T, which stands for weight transfer. Again, from differing stances, open, square, um, off back foot off the front foot, transferring the weight from the back foot to the front foot, and finally swing. And uh, I think one of the reasons serious tennis was so successful was because uh, when the book first came out, most books that I had, you know, read and um, conferences that I had been to had really addressed, and still to this day in our our two primary teaching certifications – they really address the aspects of swing, which is stance, grip, backswing, point of contact, and follow through. Right. So those were the aspects of the smart system, and uh, that was what caused Human Connects to say yes when I sent my original proposal in.
1: Well, I think it's important, and I think the you know it's interesting because sometimes and and. Especially with today's technology and everything, and everybody has their own terminology and interest. And interestingly uh, enough, I had a—he's he, not a young coach, uh, but he's uh, new to uh, coaching. And he's, uh, he said, "Well, you know, what do I read?" And I, you know, I give him my list, and I lend out books all the time. And uh, talking about, he said, "Well, you know, you talk about the game." you break the game down into a game of uh, time and uh, you're either trying to buy time or you're trying to create time and you t- why do you do the, all the strokes? And he says, why don't we talk about that? So, and the thing that I think is so important in your book, which is in 2000 and Dr. Reese's book was before that and uh, which we just, discussed last week truthfully in your book uh, because he just completed it uh, and I said uh, what in there's I said you're looking for something new and with something but uh, that book is new I said what in there don't you see that you're not going talking about that I don't talk about is there is it contradicting what I say well no I said so you know don't get caught up on my phrases and what I use, everybody, every coach is going to develop their own terminology to use. You have to look mm-hmm. at what is the basic things that you need to succeed. And uh, I still believe that uh, one of the important books, and that's, of course, why we have it on, uh, you know, our read, and we give points for it uh, with the FHSTCA. So... Uh, what else do you want to talk about, Scott?
0: Well, um, you know, the spiritually tough tennis tip of the week,
1: uh,
0: which comes to us from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs was, of course, King Solomon writing down um, some of the wisdom that God shared with him. And there are so many wonderful aspects from, from uh, the book of Proverbs that really help tennis players. And one of my favorites is Proverbs 27, verse 17, which is, as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. Now, one of the things I've noted with uh, some of my younger juniors that I work with is um, that the parents are very apprehensive about uh, letting their young son or daughter experience disappointment while competing and the important thing to remember with the scripture as iron sharpens iron is that it is through competition that we become the best that we can be and it's a very key ingredient to of course becoming the best tennis player you can be so the fact that you're in a really great tough match is exactly what is going to make you the best player possible. And if you come up short in that match, that's not something that is, uh, maybe at that moment it's a defeat, but it's something that can become a greater stepping stone to becoming a great champion. And uh, I was very pleased, um, you know, when I heard... uh, Andy Murray this year, he was cheerfully after um, you know, winning um, at Wimbledon he was cheerfully saying that it was so rewarding after all the disappointments.
1: Wow. Right.
0: What a great statement. Great statement. And, and so for those parents who have younger students and it is hard. You know, I remember watching my children Uh, in tournaments and you know one little girl in particular literally went up to the scoreboard she didn't speak English she was a little Russian girl and she purposely changed the score from 4-3 to 5-3 and my daughter went and said no that's not the score it's 4-3 well my daughter at the age of nine walked off the court and got an official well That was fantastic because that was her first step at becoming an independent person and sticking up for herself. So it's a great thing. And, um, you know, I think just as parents, we just, there are so many areas where we have to carefully um, let go of the bike. We can still be present. We don't have to leave them on their own. That's not what I'm stating, but um, let our children fall sometimes. Let them get up. Let them, let them go through things that may be uncomfortable competitively. And on the other side, there's a great reward.
1: I, I agree 100%. I think it's so uh, important. Uh, I, I, I guess we're all guilty of I that mean, parents sometimes to some degree, so there's some of us thankfully less than the other. Uh, but I mean, it, I think uh, I listened to Chuck Rusey yesterday and he talked about the importance of mentoring and mentoring being a three-step rather than a a two-step but you have to these people have to sit there and compete and have to sit there and uh, know failure before they appreciate success and um, you you have to be uh, there to help them but I think we're as the generations come, I think of my parents uh, you know I was traveled all over on my bicycle. I admit, and when my kids were going, I limited them to where they were going and now I look at my children and my grandchildren, and they limit them even more and probably some of the blame goes back to me because we we try to protect them too much, and we need to uh let them. Find out, and the only way they're going to find out Is until they go out And uh, compete, so I think That's uh, important And I think, uh, you know If you don't have faith You know, then we've got a problem And I think that's so important the Faith is probably oh, just as much I think it's misunderstood We have to have faith in our children
0: That's right, that's right And Again, we're not throwing them out to the wolves Um you know the other uh, group sometimes that you know I feel need to be held accountable are coaches. There are many coaches, yeah. unfortunately, out there who do not want their students to enter tournaments um, because they're afraid if their student fails, it's a poor reflection on them. Well, that's not a that's not a mindset. That you know that, that that's not the case if. If the coach sets out clear performance objectives and then evaluates how well, as a coach, did I do helping my student prepare those two performance objectives and how well did my student execute those, and that is a team approach to competing and sharpening one another. So the coach gets sharpened in the process as well.
1: Agreed. Agreed. And another proverb, I forgot which the number was, but uh, uh, it says, "By words, no servant can be trained, for he understands what's said, but obeys not." And I think that's uh, wow. you know, that's so important. You need to uh, you need to get that competition. You can talk about it all you want. Uh yeah.
0: Well, and that I do. Um... You know, again, as an encouragement to coaches, you know, a lot of times, um, as we've noted in some of the uh, conferences that we've had and when we've been on the court, sometimes coaches feel like, well, if I wasn't a great player, you know, what do I have to offer? Oh, wait a minute. Um, Being a great player is a wonderful thing. It doesn't mean you're necessarily a great teacher or a great coach. Um, There are great coaches who are not players, um, but there are also very good players who are very good coaches. But, you know, trying to understand, and as a coach, even if it's at, uh, you know, a 3-5, a 4-0, a 2-5 level, um, getting out and competing will help you sharpen not only your own skills, but your understanding of what your players is, are going through. So, right. Another uh, wonderful reason for coaches to get out and continue to sharpen themselves.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I think uh, that becomes really really important. And uh, uh, you know, if I could get back to your book just for a minute. Uh, Because one of the uh, things in our conversation and me bringing up certain parts that you you probably wouldn't appreciate, I have your book yellowed and red and green. (laughs) It's my way of how I I read it, you know, when I give it out to uh, one of the coaches. But, uh, you know, in asking questions of him today, you know, I said. You know, we would, of course, he was talking. Everybody's consumed today. I think with this modern day, and you know, when you, to me, when you look at it, other than, you know, we we always try to get people deep We always have power. The biggest change today is we try to. The angle of taking the person off the court, and again, it gets back to why you're buying time or you're taking time away. But I asked him. You know. Did the book show you, did it help you by, you know, to build self-esteem with the players, you know? Uh, Is there anything in there? Did you see things in there about responsibility? And uh, did the book help uh, you uh, so that you could sit there and give uh, problem-solving skills to go? Uh, uh, Is there anything in there that's going to help what you and I talked about for the last couple of years with learning sportsmanship? Or, and, and, I, and I think you still find it today, but not as much as years ago, uh, improving the mental strength. And, you know, that's what, uh, I talk with uh, Dr. John Murray sometimes, and he said sports medicine is not accepted where it should be. But you've talked about it, really. I mean, you don't necessarily use the terms that he did, but how the strength, what do you do when you're ahead? What do you do when you're behind? Mm-hmm. I, I, how do we get people to sit there and really read and digest rather than just highlight? And they, you know, and I I looked at it and I wonder sometimes um, when I hand out the book, maybe I should just make them go buy the book by me highlighting things. Am I helping or am I hurting?
0: Well, I think uh, what's of, also of interest in that whole process is uh, now all these books have become eBooks. So they're now electronic books as well. But mm-hmm. you have the same feature where you can highlight. I think just like reading a piece of scripture, um, and, and that's when I originally laid out the book, uh, Serious Tennis, as you see, there's it really addresses the complete player. In fact, the book was originally titled The Complete Player because I wanted – and as a coach, I've always approached the game um, – from as much outside of the game as inside of the game. By that I mean, uh, Peter Burosh once said, if you want to make a contribution to the game of tennis, then step outside the game of tennis. And uh, he was very, and he still is very good at doing that, where he'll bring in things from other sports or other areas of life into the game of tennis, um, which is just wonderful. And I always respected that. Um, so, you know, how, how do our feet, uh, how how do our our key points of contact, uh, for feel, which would be, you know, our feet on the ground, our hand on the racket, uh, the racket itself, the weighting, the balance, the swing weight, um, the strings, the types of frames that we use, um, the Definitely with the, the, the strings now. I mean, my word, in the last 10 years, woo, it is just, I, I compare it to the old um, table tennis paddles and then the new ones, you know, when the pips came out with the butterfly and what a right. difference that made on the ball. Um, and the same thing has occurred with the use of the strings today. So, but how do all those things, plus fitness, plus your nutrition, uh, plus your your, the different cycles the microcycles, the macro that you go through as a player how do all these things come together and of course um, where you stand spiritually uh, I still I really believe that's a huge factor as well I, I didn't say religiously that's not what I'm talking about but I'm saying you know how do you balance um, all these aspects together what's the glue that helps you to do that And that was really Uh, what I think in the book.
1: Yeah. And I think that's the thing that, you know, your contribution is so important. And and I think if you read carefully in the the book, you'll see it, that, you know, yes, it's a journey through tennis, but that same journey through tennis, uh, you can use that same vehicle to continue down the road to the rest of the journey. And, uh, uh, you we we need uh, competition. I, uh, well, you know, I probably, maybe I say it too much, but competition is not a bad word. It's something that when the kids get out of high school they're gonna do the rest of their life.
0: Right.
1: And uh and competition is tough. It, it's not easy, uh uh it it's just uh I'm just appreciative of, uh, you know, what you've done. I I think of, uh, when I think of you, I think of uh, Pablo Picasso when he said uh, the meaning of life is is to find your gift, and the purpose of life is to give it away. And I've often, Mm. and i said on this show, you know, when you get a chance, if you meet Scott or any of the coaches that have been around for a while, most of the good coaches Listen to ask them questions. They're more than willing to sit there and give of themselves, and we appreciate what you do by giving of yourself.
0: Well, thank you, John. And you know, you've exemplified that as great as any coach I've ever met. And you just keep giving, and you give in so many different ways in so many different areas. Um, I'm always, you know, very inspired with how you give back on a daily basis be it on facebook or on the radio or the things that you organize or to bobby and you know to all the listeners so thank you thank you for you know really pioneering that and also let me add florida tennis so you've been writing that how many years you've been writing that column john
1: uh a couple of years. Uh, I, I've done i some periodically before, but a couple of years every issue, so it's uh you every know it's issue. The, yeah. that's a lot So the uh the almighty uh works in strange ways. I still uh you know, I wanna see you more involved in the radio broadcast. It's something that uh, as you know a couple of years ago I Begged for younger people to do it and finally took over. So uh, I am a believer that the Almighty, uh, I've, I've come to believe there's a reason that he still has me around. And, uh, you know, you just, uh, you've got to use the time properly. So um, uh, I'm I'm yeah. blessed. Uh, my knees have given out. Uh, you know, I'm limited to how many... Uh, hours i could be on the court if i want to do this for the next 10 years so uh, i have to do it in other uh, ways i'm going to uh i'm going to miss uh not seeing you in uh, january i earlier before you came on i uh, i could have had a confession and miss uh admitted that my ego sometimes does get away and being this was going to be my last year of doing the FACA uh workshop, uh I thought ending it the way I did what you and Chuck Reesey and uh and all that, not taken away from any books. Anybody knows that's been in my library. I have books, I give books away. I'm a, uh there's this, I read everything. Uh but I think those two books were so important for young coaches and coaches getting into tennis And, uh, you know, I thought I had the perfect workshop set up. So, (laughs) you know, so I do, uh, I don't have complete control of my ego all uh, the time.
0: Well, remember, Matthew was one of the disciples. (laughs) Uh And that's uh, what spoiled the party. You remember? That's right. Very good. Hurricane Matthew did get in the way.
1: Yes. Yes, it uh, did. But but that was uh, totally out of our hands. Yep uh i will miss not having you there in uh, january. I respect you have to be you know away at that time but uh uh i i know you're gonna be available to uh, help and i uh uh i look forward to uh, i'd like to have um usually the last five minutes of the broadcast i give John Denise perspective. I would like to uh, have uh, the perspective uh, of, uh, you know, the uh, uh, Fellowship of Christian Athlete uh, Tennis uh, perspective. And we can get on some more. I did my five minutes early today while waiting for you. Uh, I admit I did have uh, Get Religion because my religion is bringing me up. Reflects how I had to vote And I talked about that But uh, I uh, I think it's more important to talk uh, Spiritually uh, Like you do rather than religion wise But I just felt This uh, was too important So I'm going to let you close religion. out Today's show
0: Well thank you John Thank you very much And uh, to all the listeners um, You know I I think um, oftentimes when we're on the tennis court um, and we miss that shot or maybe we're trailing as um, my daughter and I were this uh, weekend in the finals of the father daughter state championship. Um, you know, quite honestly, praying to, uh, praying to God, God doesn't care who wins a tennis match. I always tell my students that <laughs> uh, what God does care about giving your best with what he has blessed you with. And I think for all of us, and all the listeners, whatever we do, we should do it as if we're doing it for God himself, and by doing so, um, you can fully maximize what you've been blessed with or you haven't been blessed with and that's fine. everyone's different, but I encourage uh, all the listeners and I'm always encouraged myself when you know I take when I slow down enough to think, okay. If, if God if I'm standing right before God right now and I'm doing this for him, how good of a job can I do if it's putting up windscreens, if it's uh, cleaning up around the tennis facility, if it's coaching, if it's uh, spending time with my family, with my wife and and so that's that's really um, very liberating when you you know pour into something with all your heart, mind and soul
1: Amen, and uh, I'll talk to you soon, Chuck. Please tell the people to uh, uh, listen next week to the broadcast, and please have, that uh, we have Ed Duffy on uh, next week, uh, and have a blessed week. Bye now. All right. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here
0: today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom?